top five CEOs in British food. We're nearly at the end now. Yeah, nearly there. This time we'll talk about the people that run some of the biggest food companies in Britain. We'll start, as always, with number five, Roger Whiteside. He's the current CEO of the bakery chain Greggs PLC. He began his career at Marks and Spencers and he stayed there a long time. 20 years, in fact. Impressive loyalty. With a career that long, he must have worked his way through the ranks. He eventually became director of the food division. He became joint managing director of the online retailer, Okado, and later CEO of the licensed chain, Thresher Group, and pub company, Punch Taverns. So he came to Greg's with plenty of experience. He did. He joined their board of directors in March 2008 and became CEO on the 4th of February 2013. Greg's has really become popular over the last few years. There are many more stores and it's one of the few companies that has improved performance and profits despite the recession. Yeah, it's opened different types of stores too and now employs around 20,000 people. In 2012, it had a net income of £40.6 million. So much money from sausage rolls. Our number four is Philip Clark. Philip Clark is the CEO of Tesco and has spent the vast majority of his working life at the company. His father was a store manager at Tesco and gave Clark his first job when he was 14 years old. Wow, that's a really long career. He stayed at Tesco after that? Yes. After graduating from university, he entered the Tesco management training program. After finishing that, he worked through the ranks of the company and was appointed to the board of directors in 1998. When did he become CEO? He became CEO in March 2011. As we've discussed in previous lessons, Tesco is a hugely successful company. Yes, although the Tesco profits have dipped slightly since he became CEO, as customers are searching out cheaper supermarkets, Tesco is still the market leader with a share of 30%. Still winning then? Next is number three, George G. Weston. He is the current CEO of Associated British Foods. ABF is a big company, isn't it? It is. It has many subsidiary companies that it has bought over the length of its existence. Weston has also worked for them for a long time and has worked for several of the subsidiary companies. Where? Previously, he was the managing director of Westmill Foods and also of Allied Bakeries. He became CEO of ABF in 2005. What has he done since becoming CEO? Since then, ABF has continued buying other companies such as Patax. Oh, I like to use their spices when I make curry. They're very good. They're very popular too. ABF also produces a lot of raw materials and the company has opened new sugar refineries in the US and Spain and doubled the capacity of the refinery in Mozambique. They're a truly international company. Yes, ABF employs around 106,000 people worldwide. Wow. You know what I'm going to ask you about now, don't you? The money? The money. Okay. In 2012, the profit was £583 million. Thank you. Let's move on to our number two, Paul Polman. Polman is Dutch and CEO of the Anglo-Dutch company Unilever. Ah, I know Unilever. I see their logo on many products I buy and on a lot of different TV adverts too. Yes, some of their brands are immensely popular. Polman went to university in both the Netherlands and the US and worked for Procter & Gamble for several years. 
eventually rising to the position of Group President of their European operations. That's an impressive job title. From Procter & Gamble, he moved to Nestle and was their Chief Financial Officer and Head of their Americas Division. And from there to Unilever? That's correct. He became CEO of Unilever on the 1st of January 2009. As you said earlier, Unilever products are everywhere. They produce Ben & Jerry's and Lipton, right? I'm not surprised that you know the ice cream and tea companies. Yes, those are two of their most popular food brands alongside Knorr and Hellman's. Unilever also produced many non-food consumer products. Can I hear the money details now? OK. For 2012, Unilever's net revenue was £3.786 billion. It is the world's third largest consumer goods company when measured by revenue. Unilever is also the largest manufacturer of ice cream in the world. I wonder how much ice cream £3.786 billion would buy. More than you can eat. I suppose so. Last is our number one, Justin King. We had the Tesco CEO at number four. Now he is another supermarket CEO at number one. King is the current CEO of J. Sainsbury's PLC. Sainsbury's Supermarkets. Yes. Previously, he worked for companies such as Mars and PepsiCo. Do you like Hagen dazs ice cream? I love it. Well, when he was managing director of Grand Metropolitan, he was instrumental in the launch of the American brand Hagen dazs in Britain. I feel like I should send him a thank you card for that. Maybe you should. Regarding supermarkets, he has also worked in executive positions for Asda and the food department at Marks and Spencers. He joined Sainsbury's as CEO in March 2004. It's his success in the job that has put him at number one in our list. Tesco have a higher market share than Sainsbury's, but the Tesco CEO was only number four. King has been highly successful as Sainsbury's CEO. When he started the job in January 2004, the Sainsbury's share price was 279 pence. At the time of writing this lesson, September 2013, the share price has rocketed to 396 pence. That's a big increase. He set a goal of increasing Sainsbury's shares by 2.5 billion pounds, and he achieved that goal three months earlier than expected. And the money? The 2012 net income was 598 million pounds. The supermarket has a 16.5% market share. That's a good way to end this lesson, I think. I think so too. Next is lesson 25, which is the last lesson of this series. Be sure to check the lesson notes of this lesson to reinforce what you have learned, and we hope you join us for our grand finale of the series. Bye.